So your camera's messing up and I was just, it definitely made me, I thought about this because I've known you for so long now. Like the only person that has known you longer, really, that's like kept up with you is Devin, right? So Devin's known you a hell of a long time. Yeah, Devin's the longest, but longer than my dad because he doesn't keep up with me anymore. So now the total time Devin's kept up with me is longer than my dad. And my mom is gone and I don't keep up with my sister or anybody else in my family. So actually Devin um, would be the person who has kept up with me the longest. And then probably you're pretty much after that. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) your family doesn't know you near as well as any of us. Not even close. Now. That also does that, but but and, and I'm talking about the, the family in my that lives in my home. That's, a, that's what I was getting ready to say. That's I know that's true. It's definitely true. I might be a little hot. Let me turn myself down. But I, I mean, it, it is strange, isn't it? Like I was thinking the same thing. But there are things that Bridget and your kids know about you that I don't. Yeah, like, but the total oh, you know, you know amount I mean? of volume. Yeah. Like if you had to recreate me, you would be able to do a better job than they would, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, that's probably I mean, true. That's what I, that's what it means. I mean, I like I and the most disturbing part about that. I mean, I don't know. It gets disturbing on a lot of levels when you think about oh, it. It but, does, but it but it's true. I mean, it's it's how could you yeah. time spent is one factor, but also depth of study of is yeah. another factor. And since we happen to be entertained by one another. That is when the most learning occurs, is when you're fully engaged and your channel is open because you're paying deep attention, such as studying. So you study what you study or engage with fully like that. You learn. That's what learning is. Like if you study basketball when you're nine, like how it works and how to dribble or what the stats are, that's studying. And then you know a lot about it. So if somebody's funny and you hang around with them or you're interested in them or you have to figure out how to work with them, you have to you do a lot of study. And sometimes regular family life is not that way. You're not interested so much in the person as simply functioning with them in some ways. So, and this time spent, you know, like we're around each other out of choice because right. we like it right. over a very long period of time. So most people don't. That's not most people, most situations. So it, I, I've been thinking about that a lot myself, too, that like it's OK. So a couple things like uh, we ha- actually have uh, spent so much time together, when, you, especially when you think about the podcast. That's why I, I, it was. Mm-hmm. One of the most hurtful things that happened with Joey for me was nobody wanted to listen to you and me when we said, but we really know Joey. We like we talked to him at more yeah. in depth about a lot of things than anybody else. I, I know him better than anybody at Seacoast Church. And I know him the much truth. better than than anybody yeah. at Seacoast Church. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, yeah. and the thing that really hurt was the exact same thing that I told all those people, either through phone or through FaceTime. Now on his podcast, he says was was true. But during the time, everybody's telling him, you know, like I mean, if you go to Joey and listen to Joey's podcast, all the things that he says are what we were saying at the time. It it, it, it bothered me so much because the and the main thing is, I'm glad he's doing better. I'm glad he's mentally healthier. It seems like all those things because I was extremely worried for him, and we tried to tell everybody this is what we feel. This is we're not trying to, you know. Anyway, I don't want to get on a Joey rant. I'm sorry, but uh, the, but to the but point. The, Point is, I knew him really well. Yeah. I knew him really well. Like, really yeah. well. I know, I, like, I, my I mean, argument is that, first of all, I have a, the way I know people is by studying and thinking about and predicting their minds. Like, I try to get a good model of it. Like, that is my way versus just feeling whatever. I know you feel close with Joey, but I studied him more than anybody has ever studied him 
and I'm good at that. Right, right. And I've talked to him more hours than anybody else has talked to him and studied that. And I promise you that I understand his mind better than his wife does. I promise you I do. I promise you I understand it more than anybody else on the planet. I fully believe that I have the best grip on what is inside. I'm not, you can never know, but I'm just telling you. That's an area of interest of mine. Joey's the most fascinating person I've ever met. I've never stopped thinking about and studying his mind since the day I met him. I've spent thousands of hours on this podcast alone and all the other time fascinated by that puzzle. And I know for sure that his wife is not fascinated by that puzzle. The same way as our wives are in the same way with us. Right? Yeah, there's not they yeah. I mean, they, is, they yeah. have it. They are close. They spend time together. They love each they other. They love each other. Yeah. Sure. Like whatever. But I'm just saying what how his mind works, what's in there, I ha, I just it might make me sound like that most asshole in the world, but I am confident that I'm the expert on that, other than him. And I don't think he's right. a very good expert of what's going on in there. So that may, has always made me uncomfortable, and that's I'm not. Well, I, got I think no, that's what you know. I, th- I think that's what ended up being one of the the big breaks in our relationships was because we were saying things to him about how we felt, and he could he couldn't hear it. And that, and I will I will take responsibility for. I wish I would have said more stuff, even in, in a better way. Obviously, I'm terrible at some forms of communication, especially when I'm an emotional uh, emotional about it. But I mean, all this is like. On top of that, I love him, and he, you know, we were so close for so many years. And how many? Twenty five years. I mean, we met in what ninety six, like or ninety seven. Yeah. So since nineteen ninety seven. So I mean, and I mean, we were in in the first few years we were inseparable. I mean, we were, you know, all this stuff. And so I, I mean, way longer than most marriages, way deeper than most marriages. Right. So, but what I'm saying. Get, getting off the Joey topic because, you know, I, I, the bigger point there was that we really do know each other. And it's not, I think you're right. You're making a good point there. It's not like, and when you say, you know, uh, Joey better than his wife, it's, that isn't some ego thing. That's not what no, we're saying. Like, we're actually bad. And we, stupid, we lo- you, you and I are loved Joey and we're fascinated by him and uh, have been through so much with him, so much with him that, uh, of course we would know a lot and yeah. and to be diminished in, in what we were saying was so hurtful. That's the thing. Like it, people made it seem like we were bad guys, Joey and his wife and several people that I know from that church made it seem like I was doing something to hurt Joey. And all I was saying is exactly what now he said on his podcast. I mean, no, th- I, this, I'm this is the, one, the thing that I can't, he says that he had three on his podcast. He said he had three episodes where he was going to commit suicide and I, that's what you and I were saying. We, that's why we've, yeah, because we were trying to express had, concerns at that level. We yeah. were, you know. And like, all those people wanted him yeah. to come back on the show when he was suicidal. And, we, and, we, and who, and they didn't want us to tell anybody. We, we were supposed to keep quiet. And everybody's like, no, you, you know, you guys aren't being transparent. So, and I, and because we couldn't, because they said it wasn't true. I mean, one of the head people of everything, I said, don't you understand that there's a, a good chance that Joey is potentially. Think contemplating suicide? No, no. Yeah, they I said, swore I, what, it wasn't true. He swore what, it wasn't true, and we were assholes. I know. And I, I was like, what, I was like, what, what are you what? talking about? I don't know don't what else to that, do. The only reason I would say this and do all this is because I love you. And I care about you. We need. We want you to be here. I, I love your family. 
I, I know your kids and all this stuff. I work with, I mean, everything. Anyway, wow, damn it. We don't need to talk about this. I'm glad he's doing good. And I just, I was hurt by it. But all I that can see say, why if you did, somebody didn't know you that well and that person was me. Right. You might not like that at some point. Yeah. You might not want, you might want to get away from that at some point being known that. And, Do you know what I'm and, saying? Like that must. Right. I'm sure that felt uncomfortable when he didn't want to me to know what was true, but was true. Right. And there's, I mean, it's not just that. There's many things there, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like he, it's inescapable. That feeling of being known in in a way you don't want to be known is probably an uncomfortable, painful feeling that he yeah. I assume I assume wanted to escape. One of the most hurtful things was on the main, the just the public bad Christian page. Joey's dad went on there and said, the truth will come out or something like that. I bet you could go back and find it. And I was like, man, I know you so well. I've been your son's best friend for a long time. He's called me. Joey has told me that I'm the one of Joey has told me to my face many times that I'm the closest person to him, that we were closer oftentimes than his family mm -hmm. and uh, all, all these things. And for that to say that, and guess what? He was right. The truth is coming out. I, Everything that we, you know, now, uh, of course, there's more to the story and all this stuff. And I'm not trying to shit on Joey. I'm just saying it's interesting that, like, the people around you, we have a unique perspective about each other because of, first of all, within our band, like me, you, Devin, Dave, and Josh know each other on levels that no one else will ever even be able to. Like, not yeah. only, not only did we just travel together and we're around each other all the time, but we had like a, a joined mission job. Uh, thing to do together, to work on together, to try to build that that help pay our bills. Mm -hmm. We relied on each other. All these, there's so. Much, I mean, that's why and a I, deep I, enjoyment when the work was done to linger and stay. Right. Like, well, okay. Done working. Let's stay right. right here as close as we can to each other as much as possible for enjoyment. Like that's <laughs> pretty deep, you know. Like for, and for decades. So that's yeah. that's that's seems good, but. Also, right. you lose perspective in that, I suppose, you know. But that's what, going back to what we were talking about earlier, it is hard for our spouses or anybody else to understand that that level of companionship and friendship and the depth of it. Um, yeah. Because, like with my wife, I share kids and uh, the, the sexual love or romantic love, all this stuff. It's interesting. So, not you don't uh, share as many actual experiential preferences, though. Right. You know, like, and I think that's what takes a toll sometimes uh, with your spouse is that real the all the things that you do have to share. Like if you and I had a kid together, it it would put a, a strain in a way on our friendship because I we want to do that right, with you, right? Right? I would never want. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> the way we adopted a kid together? Okay, together, the way you'd want to raise the kid. I mean, so I understand. Jess feels the same way with me. Like, you know, she knows that I love our kids more than anything, and you know all this. But I mean. That all of that stuff adds to it. And it do you know it, a kid it is a project you do with stuff. someone that lasts less time than our band has lasted? How yep. about that one? It might be right. Like, to have and raise a child is a finite thing. Like, I know people make some dumb emotional argument that it's forever and stuff, right. but it's actually between like 12 and 17 years. So right. that's really the length of time that that project takes. And then there's a connection after that, of course, you know, yep. or not. Um, but, you know, that that's a finite length of time in a project you go to do a thing with a person that you are also legally married to or not. Right. 
but to ha- you know to do a band or whatever for twenty years and spend I mean how's do similar projects in length and scope and depth right yeah there comes a, it's basically you're right because there's a time where you have to inform and educate your child about what's to come and then eventually that stops and then the only thing you have then is uh, hurt or pain or, or joy from the accomplishments or the problems of their life. And then if they come and ask you, Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, that's but just you, you know what them, I mean? Right. But it's up to them at that point. You're right. But, uh, so I told y'all a few weeks ago, uh, that, you know, I was in a, a interesting time with my marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because, and interesting because, uh, so back, it's probably, I, I guess, I mean, it was November of last year. Which doesn't seem that long ago, but I guess it's been two, three months now. You know, Jess and I just hadn't, didn't feel as connected. I mean, we were, but we're whatever. And then December hits, we got COVID and all this stuff. And, you know, just we weren't connecting physically, emotionally, mentally, all this stuff. And then had some real serious kind of conversations. Uh, and I say kind of because the way we communicate sometimes is either at each other or, one person uh, thought vomits out and then we pause or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, it's not like this is the way I feel. Now you tell me the way you, we don't, we've never been able, too good at that, but I've learned. So I hadn't had sex in a year. Whoa. But that I'm just talking. Well, I'm just talking about since last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a dad joke. Okay. It's a good dad joke. <laughs> but I mean, it has it, been, it's been at least two months mm-hmm. since we have had sex. I think it's close to it. Say around that, which is a big drought for her and I. That's like something that, you know, we've had, we have, I think both thought it was important, but we, uh, had some, like I said, kind of conversations about it and what we wanted, how we wanted each other or did we want each other, all these things. And <clears throat> I think both of us have felt hurt. And that we both have screwed up some and anything, but anyway, so, and the only reason I'm talking about this, she, uh, hopefully she wouldn't be upset at me talking about this because the truth of it is I, this is crazy for me to say, and in some ways thankful that we hadn't had sex in a little while. Now that doesn't seem right because I wanted it every day, <laughs> every day mm-hmm. I would, I have wanted it, but <clears throat> there's this thing that I want too, and that is to be wanted in the, in, in a real way. And it not to be like me, you know, us getting our, checking it off a list or anything anyway. So, uh, we hadn't, but we've been really nice to each other, like friends. And I started thinking, you know what, if we could take the sex off the table, I didn't have this conversation. This is just in my head. If you took the sex off the table, it'd be really nice to know, do I like this person? <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Do I do I enjoy being around them? Uh, is are we in love? What are we? Do we have fun together? Are we older and boring now? Is could you know what? What if, could I be in love with somebody else? I've had that thought. Could I date somebody else? All that sounds horrific, by the way. I, I feel like being forty, almost forty six, having to date again just sounds like I just don't even. Mm-mm. Who I would think who would want me? And God knows I don't know if I'd want them. Maybe you would. It seems to work out for some people and others it doesn't. But anyway, so this has just been going on. So in lots of ways, it's been nice because we've been communicating more as friends. Like I was just thinking, 
what this is just my buddy or my friend or like, you know, like Matt or something like maybe I'll just, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to uh, emotionally dissect everything that she does or doesn't do. And this is what if like, honestly, kind of just been thinking, oh, this is my roommate who I really trust with my kids in a way, you know what I mean? Like, this but that's is, you a know, quite an accomplishment to do for a long period of time with someone. If you could simply achieve that most people, I mean, right. Th- Think about having a roommate for a really long time that you don't hate and you right. trust with your kids. That's right. a big achievement. Yeah, I mean, it really it's is. like, oh, we're just roommates. Well, who's your longtime roommate? Yeah. Then, asshole. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the myth is the best friend of all the, you know, like whatever the myth is of all right. that. It's just that I don't find that helpful. No, I agree. Um, so, anyway, so I just started thinking about I was like, Cause I don't, I mean, the, the idea of me, not like it, like what, if our relationship wasn't to work, if it was to fail or come to an end or we get divorced, I, I would hate that because I want to live with my kids. I don't, I don't want to not be in the same house with them. I don't want to, I get them this weekend. Somebody else gets it. And I, I'm not saying this, you know, that this can never happen, but I just dislike the idea a lot. And it made me think, you know what, I, I could be, what, what if, we never had sex again, but we got along really well, at least until we were done raising our kids, you know, or something like that. Could I live like that? And I started thinking, maybe I could, maybe I may, maybe it'd be sad or, you know, I'll, this is not like it's been that long and we're yeah. talking, you know, two months or whatever. So I'm, I'm not like, oh my God, it's, it's over, but I am a physical touch person. Yeah. And so you're, I need, I need that connection. Do you realize you're making the argument for, and we'll soon arrive at polyamory and open marriage is the, is the tra- track you are on at this time that That's, you are, uh, are making that basic argument. I can understand why people would like that. That's they, they say it improves. They would say, I mean, I'm, I'm saying there's a legitimate, um, group of rationalist people right. who are very smart and good and are not, I don't think bad people right. or immoral people whatsoever. They're probably people that are deeply concerned with ethics who make right. these arguments and just people get mad when you make the arguments, but there are very rational arguments to be made along the lines of what you're saying that lead to, you know, right. more narrow partnerships in different ways and different phases of life as a higher resolution of how a person can do relationships and self-care and blah, blah, blah to interrelate. Yeah better with more i'm glad those people can live in that resolution and and interrelate (laughs) that ain't for me because that just i want one sexual partner it's a lot i know for my data it's it's plenty and and a lot and i don't you know and i like i like that i like that intimacy and and that's what i'm saying like i'm probably the type of person that if i got divorced i would either stay single or i would end up pretty quickly in another just serious relationship i'm not really gonna date around or i mean that idea sounds cool like oh man what if i was single and you know lots of women wanted me or whatever but i just don't think it's gonna happen and and would i actually really enjoy it or would it matter anyway but so jess and i just been hanging out and it's been really nice and fun and i've appreciated her more as a person and not, and it's not just because we hadn't been having sex, but because I've been really intentionally going, what's it like to sit on the couch and watch Netflix? And do we cut up together? And what's it do I like, uh, if she's on her phone or I'm on my phone, why are we? And does that matter? Or what is, you know, what, what, like if you and I were sitting watching Netflix and you're on your phone, I wouldn't give two shits, but there's been times where I'm like, well, if she, she's not present. 
So we're not together. And I'm like, why not? You know, just figuring out like some of the things that I've maybe even been taught by church or what real romance is or definitely. real love is. There's definitely that, some that, mythology there. To get, yeah, that, that, you know. that, that, that there's some basis in truth, but also, you know, what the, it throws you off a little bit because you stop, in some ways, you stop realizing that this person is your friend. And that friend thing is really important, I think. So anyway, so even though I, I like I said, I wanted to have sex, I, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just really just be here and see if we are buddies and friends and all stuff. And so it's been going really good. And then, and I was like, I'm not going to pursue it. Like there's, <laughs> it's funny. There's a few times where like, I just went back just in the normal mode. Like I'll just pinch her butt or come up behind her and hug her or something like, oh, I can't do this. I'm just not going to, because I'm not trying to lure her in or let her know that I want to have sex or anything. I just want, I just, I did it because I love my wife and I, and she wasn't mad. Of course, she's totally fine if I hug her or, or even kiss her or whatever. And, and I, I'm certain if, if I would have said, hey, let, let's have sex, it definitely would have in this time. She wasn't like, this is nothing really about her, like, there is no withholding or anything. I, I think she probably on some level understood that she knew we weren't having sex. And I think she was thinking about things too. But anyway, so last night we got laid uh, and it was, Toby's like, back. Uh, it was, it was nice because I didn't put, e I didn't put any expectations on it, but I did for my own. Cause like I said, I can't, I, I I'm not going to be a person though that can have sex this one time and then we don't touch or aren't romantic for another two or three months or something like that. Like it has, I need physical touch, even if it's not sex, even if it's like sitting on the couch or whatever. So, um, I want to know, I said, so you do want me and you want this, right? I need to know that. Cause I don't want to just have sex because we're married and we need to have sex or something. And she, and we had a good, a little bit of a good conversation about it and it felt really romantic and it felt like, it was, it was really nice. And then I didn't put any expectations on it after that either. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying we're going to have sex anytime soon. Now I don't know, but I felt like that was, it was like we were together in this moment doing this thing that is really nice for both of us. I hope <laughs> seemed like it was nice for both of us. And, uh, and now I can still be her friend and you know, it, like I almost think friends with benefits is better than a marriage. Like marriage has fucked everybody over. I think there, there's a, there's a few of the good stories where, Oh man, they stayed together forever. And they were so sweet. My grandparents, all that, but it, everybody else is fucked. I think like it, like just how important the marriage is and, and uh, like trying to save the marriage or what, like, or the marriage is important because, you know, like way better is if Jess and I are buddies, our friends are, or trust each other to tell each other some shit. And, you know, she, you know, I can, I can talk about my job. She can talk about her job, all, the, all this, you know, it, that we recognize, well, that actually is my best friend or, or we're really close and can reveal stuff. So it's a work in progress. But the big takeaway for me is at this point in my life, realizing like I thought marriage would be this list of, oh, it's this, 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 and this. And then uh, honestly, friendship it was just kind of an afterthought in a way. Oh, well, you, of course you're friends because you're married or something like that. And it just got, it feels like it kind of gets swept under the, the rug a little bit because I have wants and desires and hopes and dreams and she does too. And then we got family and careers and insurance and things we got to pay for all this 
billions of things that you have to think about and causes anxiety and stress and worry. And if you can figure out how to get to some simple things and not and take away some of your expectations in people that you just have naturally, it does help. Like I have expectations of, of what a wife should be. That's unfair to Jess. And it's unfair to me too, because it, it doesn't even make sense. Like I don't even, that's just some idea I have rather than like, because all last week, I, I, like I said, I would love to have hot and heavy sex with my wife. But all last week, we sat on the couch and watched, uh, we've been watching a few different TV shows on Netflix together. And it was really nice because I felt wanted because she said, hey, let's watch our show or something. And it's just something so simple as that really <laughs> stupid means something to me. Like it means, oh, you want me to sit, sit near you and share this whatever with you instead of us being on our phones or instead of what, you know, whatever. Or even if we're on our phones, at least we're together in a way. And I just, I was like, oh, this feels good too. And we are together and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go watch my show in my room or whatever. Like we can just be two people enjoying each other's time. And that's enough. You know, it might like, just like as cheesy as all this shit sounds like take stuff every day. It might just be enough that today we can kind of get along. Cause you know, you know, there's definitely some arguments in the future or disagreements and worse stuff. And like I said, I don't know if things are going to work out, but it, it's well, been there help- is no destination. Yeah. Right. Right. So it, it only is today. That's all there is. Right. And it's just helpful to me to know that like I can do that for her and she can do that for me. That and the friendship actually the friendship I think led us back to sex. Not our marriage. Mm-hmm. Not our responsibilities. None of that. Like the thing that was funny is that we were cutting up and we were flirty with each other. And that flirtation grew until eventually we were like, yeah, this it's time. And we both knew and, and, you know, and so I just thought it was just kind of a nice moment because it wasn't just, it really felt like we both wanted each other. We wanted to enjoy each other another way than we had been in the last few months or whatever. And so anyway, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen, but that's a little bit of an update. I'm my big goal is to continue. And not that I think being nice is good. It's not necessarily being nice, but it's just like, I'm going to give you some grace. You give me some grace and we can kind of, you know, maybe move forward. So anyway, yeah, that's, little update. that's good. It's like, I mean, cause the marriage isn't a thing to, you, there's no arriving at a good marriage in the future. Like right. that doesn't, that, that is only just the experience of it. Right. That you have today. I mean, that's all it, it is. Right. So, you know, it's like that, which is kind of good, you know, way to look at it at least. But, yeah. uh, it, I, and you know they say that the time of young kids is, you know, it's the it's it is the least happiness time that one experiences in a lifespan. Yeah. So that's interesting that you get whatever you get out of it, but it's this long term thing, and I'm, of, of course it always becomes the focus right. or whatever in some way. So it's if you can, I mean, you know, I was just noticing that my kids getting older. It's like wait a second, I don't have that background anxiety of a baby crying or whatever now and even my middleest kid is now starting to be like where we can do stuff and it's like okay i can really see how in a few more years the that if i can invest now in my relationship with bridget that should it either would pay off or we would be l- more looking at going our separate ways based on like i can see that time horizon will come 
right. like where I either just don't care anymore because I've been working right. on all this other stuff and this isn't totally perfect or good enough or what so I can handle it but not trying to do anything just lose focus on that or maybe just a certain amount of investment now would then you know, you could get lined up for as you get more and more bandwidth and ability to be happy if you could have more and more shared experiences for for the next. You know what I mean? Right. That that'd be it had to be about lining up of preferences um, in this time, so that after that time you weren't trying to get farther away from each other. Um, yeah. I guess, but that's that's kind of mechanical way of looking at it. But for us, Lee, the only thing I could say is doing the co-op uh, is such a it's like a this co-op board that we're on is it's is so difficult and stressful and uh like traumatic that that shared experience is like very cool like to have yeah. the exact same problems that are very intense where you're right. trying to, to do something and it's like a, you know what i mean it's the it's the first time other than just like having a kid where we have we're both have the same exact problem and they're big they feel like very big very stressful very emotional problems but we have yeah. the same ones to solve together so that is right. pretty cool yeah that i mean it's just so easy in your marriage to forget to want each other because you're always there you're not going anywhere in your mind you know what i mean like like the idea of wanting each other and wanting to spend time with each other it, it kind of goes away because you're everything you're needed by everything else especially your kids and then when you don't have that shared thing that when it's your kids it's more of a, of course, than let's work on this together. You know what I mean? Like, and you both see raising your kids differently or whatever, but when you have some kind of unified idea, like, like I said, mine is simple as I'm going to sit on the couch with my friend and see if we have a good time. And, you know, maybe we wouldn't have, I don't know. We ended up having a good time and I'm glad, but I mean, it could have also been, I was like, no, oh, this really sucks. And then maybe it'll suck in the future. I don't know. There's no, there's no, you're right. Like you said earlier, we, no destination. We, we got tricked into thinking our whole life's about trying to get to heaven or trying to get married or trying to get the degree or trying to get the good job. It's all about the destination. All that is fucking bullshit. Yep. It is about right now, today, and you have to understand what's happening today and why you want today or don't want today or what's going to be. And, and if you don't do that, then you've, you wake up and you don't even know yourself or whoever. So, all right, we got to go. We got an interview we got to do. Cool. Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all have a good one. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope we didn't bore the fuck out of you. <laughs>